0: Up that diesel. Um, um, um,
1: let's go, diesel.
2: Um. First things first, scale of 1 to 10, what are we giving team president Jason Wright on his electric slide? I know y'all seen him out there today, 2 stepping shit.
1: I gotta give him a ten just cause I know Bruce old ass couldn't have done it, bro. <laughs> so Bruce
2: said, drunk
0: ass <laughs> wouldn't have done
1: it. <laughs> light is damn good.
2: <laughs> oh, the Coors Light is damn good. Singing on the Sweet Carolines. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, President Wright was out there doing a little two step, getting the slide going. He had the food and the drink in his hand. Like, dude, he's interacting with the fans. He's trying to, you know. That's how you get the people back, man. Like, be a people person. Like, we're not asking for much. Obviously, he's not on the football side, but I mean, that was fun to watch, man. It, just the interaction with him and the, and the fans. Like, that's what you, that's what you want.
2: You could tell, man, the way he, he hit that little dip. This Bill's drink, you know, the team president is a cookout vet. Big play today. Big play, Diami. I know y'all seeing Cal Allen connect on that long bomb, Diamond Brown down the sideline. That too is fresh as fuck. By the way, first off, Dude, Yeah, you. He's, hey, Corbin banging on this drum for several weeks now, and we all know this man's a big play waiting to happen. He got two steps on St. Juice with no problem. Hey, cluster Man, St. Juice had another good day, but Diamond got the best one on that joint. I think that's the one play that folks is really talking about today.
1: Hey, it's good to see. First off, it's good to see Biamma make a play, even though St. Juice got beat. I mean, it was great fucking coverage. It's more of a hell of a throw by Kyle Allen. Like, that was that shit was picture
2: perfect. No, I would say that was a fucking dot. That's all I was saying.
1: A fucking dot. It's exciting to see Diami out there. Like I said, this dude is a playmaker, man. I'm not going to put the pressure on him of coming in and having the McLaurin impact. But if this dude lives up to the hype, like apparently the coaches were just ecstatic that the brother dropped to the third round, as we all know, like it's a lot of NFL analysts out here that feel Diami can turn into like a big playmaker in the NFL man. And hopefully that's, one of the many things that we're going to see going into the future, because I mean, for him to make a play like that, I mean, hopefully it continues throughout camp, and hopefully we we'll see it into the regular season. Listen, My dime it's going to be nice, nice little play. I ain't getting
0: hiked over playing in practice, man. Y'all know how that shit is. I used to watch, um, used to be all receivers sounded like they're about to cook. Josh Doxson used to cook in camp,
1: running the new helifade routes.
2: <laughs> yeah, but Doxson used to win the one on ones like. Come team eleven on eleven drills. He's out there getting strapped by Josh Wilson.
0: That's not true.
2: That's not true. That's not true. You, you
1: know that it used
0: to be during camp. All we saw were Josh
1: stocks That's all we saw was eighteen going up and getting it. Yep. True. True. But I, but true. but let's keep it a bug. This is not nothing like the Josh Johnson scenario. Like clearly, that brother was not motivated to play football anymore. I don't even think he's on anybody's team right now. So, go get too high. Not gonna get too low.
2: Over. Plays made in training camp, but it was good to see him catch a nice little bomb like that from Kyle Allen. And also, side note: Kirk's scary ass wasn't afraid to throw it in practice. Why Dachshund was getting loose in the games? He was like, "Oh no, no back shoulder fades."
0: Unless it's to, uh, unless it's to your man uh, Maurice Harris. Yes, Maurice Harris.
1: That was definitely Paul's man, Mo Harris. We
0: got breaking news: Adam Schefter.
2: Carter Samuel Metta,
1: United's
2: place in the COVID nineteen list. Unbelievable. Hey yo, y'all saw that by some estimation. Of course, we have no way to know, but based if you reading the tea leaves, eight out of the seven or eight out of the eleven the starters not vaccinated. Let let one fuck boy get loosened in the fucking defensive meeting room. Paul, it was even worse? Practice today, so
1: they were all within contact. They had to be in contact with each other.
2: That's wild, Joe. Didn't Ioannidis have COVID last year? Sure did. I just said that to Cliff. Oh, you did? <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, this Delta ain't no joke. <laughs>
1: Cliff, we got to save that pod from when you th- that comment you made because if this shit derails the season, bro, like that, <laughs> I don't even know how it would feel, man. But right now, Listen, this is concerning, honestly. This is ridiculous. like I said
0: yesterday, this is going to be the absolute season for this league. It's funny. All the signs point to it, man. All the signs point to it. This eventually will come down to who has the most vaccinated players. Yo. If, if you don't get vaccinated, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can, you can, there's a chance you can catch a cold and there's breakthrough cases, right? But if you are vaccinated, and you are like living your life. You are
2: going to catch the penalty. Hundred percent. It's just a matter of time. So, oh, this is just a, such a blower, man. Look, look, I'm not going to get into the to the po- politics of people getting vaccinated. Not politics. politics
0: with it.
1: I mean,
2: unfortunately, no there is. I mean, there shouldn't be. Unfortunately, there is though. I'm not saying everybody who is getting vaccinated is political, but there are politics involved in this shit. But we can't have this shit fucking derail the season, man. If you're not going to get vaccinated, whatever, man. But you better be fucking responsible. Don't be out in these fucking streets, man. No, this wrong, is Sean?
1: only day of practice, and we've already basically potentially have Ioannidis, Samuel. Luke. That's potentially three starters on the COVID list, and this is the second day of practice.
2: So, more to come. More to O-line, come. Line, wide receiver, D-line, three position groups all afflicted. What happens if we having this meeting tomorrow. We have this podcast tomorrow, and then oh, more breaking news. Now it's Kosme and Rullier and Chase and Montez and all these motherfuckers because I want. You know what? Let me just shut up. Yeah. I'm getting Heated right now. Don't worry because we'll probably have that discussion on the pod again tomorrow because like yes, we said, like, this
0: is going to be daily. Mm,
2: mm, mm, mm. Well, all right. More bad news, and this this is just speculation. Anybody listen today to JP and Finley and Tichler? Did not. Pete made an observation that Gibson looked a little bit gimpy with that toe. We all know that he chose not to get it operated on last year. He chose to just let it heal naturally. It looks like he has a little bit of a gimp. You know, if, if that becomes a reoccurring thing and he's not at 100% all season, man, that's going to affect his ability to give us that big play and affect his ability to even stay healthy and stay on the field for all 17 games.
1: Well, let me say,
0: I'm, I didn't I ain't, hear, I ain't tripping off no damn running back, dog. So, but you know, right this, now.
1: This is the thing. I heard them make that comment, and Pete was basically saying that with his eye test, like, we got to take that with a little grain of salt, because then that turned into a story on NBC Washington, and like, if Gibson was truly hampered or, you know, wasn't feeling like himself, I'm pretty sure the team and coaches would hold him back now. Yeah, maybe he yeah. does have a, you know, like, I don't think they would let him run out there on the first couple of days if- he's still feeling the effects of the turf trail. And I'm not saying he's 100%, but we got to take that with a little grain of salt. Because, you know, sometimes, like Cliff say, clickbait, hot
2: takes. We're <laughs> we in that time frame right now. So
1: I ain't going to hit the panic yeah, button.
2: Yeah. Right. I hear you on that. Staying with the running back, and I heard this on JP and Tischler and, and Pete again today. Uh, he, JP didn't come out and say it outright, but he says that Jarrett Patterson is going to have every opportunity to make this team. I know Cliff says that. Shout out to Cliff. Okay, clear. We all like we all like Jared Patterson. We all really like him. We all just want to know what he want to do. He, mm-hmm. I saw him today. He does have a little bit of Darren Sproles in him, man. I didn't think he was that fast, but he got a little bit of that. You know how Darren Sproles used to look like he's always shuffling, but he's moving fast as hell? Mm-hmm. Quick choppy he got stuff. Little, he got that little quick chop chop.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, when I say yesterday, he's got NFL short area burst, man. Like, his speed. Yes. Like, anybody who saw him in college,
1: no, that's an NFL back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's funny you say that because that's what Riverboat compared him to a couple weeks ago when he was when in the yep. press conference oh, I mean <laughs> don't let Patterson come
2: right. out here <laughs> like, this offense <laughs> really might be a fucking problem But yeah, oh yeah well I think people scoff when you say something like Sproles because Sproles is also one of the most versatile one of the most dangerous running backs of a generation the man uh-huh. stuck around for like 15 years at 5 foot 5 105 just, <laughs> just <laughs> being explosive <laughs> as hell he do got some of the same, like, similar, like, mannerisms in this game. and The way he moves, you can see a little bit of Sproles in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody hearing any news on Ricky Seals Jones, he's the first injury at camp, the first person that went down They carried him off. He kind of – I think he, he walked off on his own, but didn't hear any updates on what that was looking like on see, Ricky Steele That Seals.
1: is so scary because of the situation we have at tight end, but they haven't updated it just yet. But obviously that's something to keep an eye on. I mean, we did see also that they brought in about three or four tight ends to work out. I think
2: yesterday after right. practice. After that, so. Right, right. Obviously. Ty swoops. They didn't show for camp. That's crazy. How you not show for camp? I guess you don't like getting paid. Wait. You don't get paid for camp. Didn't show up for camp. They don't give you a little stipend. What the hell is a stipend? <laughs> I mean it's a job, motherfucker. You could have a job or you cannot have a job. <laughs> they get <getting>, they gotta <laughs> be getting they get a check clip. But they don't get paid for games, man. So you don't get a check for even being on the 90 man roster at all. I don't know what the number
0: is. It ain't nothing substantial if they get anything. They get game right. checks. They're salaries game
2: checks. Right, of course. Hey, and like roster bonuses, is
0: successful.
2: Right. Whatever happened with Tys swoops, I hope he's okay. But yeah, Corey, the reason why they even brought in the tight end to work out is because somebody signed for futures back in the day or didn't show up for camp. They didn't show up. I didn't hear any more details about it. Like I don't know if they been touched, but he did. He did not show up.
1: I mean, that's kind of concerning. I mean, wh- whoever it is, I hope the dude's is okay because that's crazy, bro. Just to not show up, no
2: call, no nothing. Well, no. What I'm saying if is, I don't, know, I don't know. If, I don't know if he did he retire. I said maybe he did. Oh, maybe he retired. Yeah. Let's let's hope that Ricky Fields is fine because we are a little thin at tight end. Did y'all hear the anecdote today about Pete Horner? Yeah, let Samus and um, John Bates.
1: Yep, I saw that. I saw that. Show. Yeah, hey.
2: Pretty, pretty much he wasn't getting. They weren't getting lower for the blocks, and they said that. <laughs> pretty much, I can't lower you, motherfuckers. Ain't lower on the depth chart. But I might cut you off if you don't get your ass up or something like that.
1: <laughs> hey,
2: uh, clearly Pete know what the hell he's
1: talking about, man. So, and with that Ricky Seals injury, I mean, obviously, like like we said the other day about Curtis Samuel being down, giving other receivers opportunities. This is an opportunity for Samus to get more reps. It's an opportunity for Bates to get more reps. See what they got. So, like you always say, next man up.
2: Right. And they did just cut uh, Deion Yelder. I know he was a long shot to make the roster, but they really finna a tight in right now. So, it really is them three, uh, Thomas and Bates and Samus Reyes, plus Tamar Hemingway, and that's really it right now.
0: Cliff man Hemingway. Yep. Oh, damn, that's my man. <laughs> wow. Mm. Wow. You just want to give me tomorrow, Heavyweight? Alright. <laughs> he's an HBCU guy, ain't he? Heavyweight? Anyway, uh, let's let's that up. He has he even like South Carolina status or some shit. I'm pretty sure he did. Either way. Yeah. Look, tight ends in fan position, we know how it is. But like I've been saying, the COVID stuff's going to be a daily thing. We, people shouldn't even really like react crazy to it. Cool. Just expecting every day, it's gonna, there's a chance that it could be whoever. So that's sort of how I see that. Way. As far as you're, as as core, as Paul, man, Ricky Seals, Jones, does, <laughs> that guy wasn't make it. Isn't gonna make this team, man. And Hemingway did.
2: Yep. I don't know how Ricky Seals Jones was assigned as my man, but okay, all right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I gave a strong defense for him when we signed him.
2: Strong defense. I, 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 I think. I think. no saying so serviceable is not a strong defense. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway. But speaking of my man, you know who did have a good day? Jeremy Reeves. They were talking okay. about the secondary today. They said that the starting secondary was McCain at free safety, Collins at strong safety. They moved Crow to the second team strong safety, just trying some new things out. But the same was McCain and Jeremy Reeves. And Reeves had a hell of a day in the secondary. You know, I, he's one of the guys I always forget about because he was a, kind of an afterthought at this time last year. Came on strong towards the end of last year when uh, DeShazer Everett went down. But um, he might be one of these late developing ass dudes because he's playing well the past couple months. And now he's showing up for camp and keeping and like standing in that same face. He might be another diamond in the rough one of these guys that you don't expect much of that really turns out to be a good find for this team. Hey,
1: like I mentioned yesterday, it's going to be a lot of mixing and matching, especially in the secondary with all the safeties that we got on the back end. Uh, But Jeremy Reese is somebody. He's probably definitely definitely going to need a good camp. I'm not saying they're going to cut him or anything like that, but that's a crowded, (laughs) that's a crowded uh, position group, man. And if Larry, you know, looks like he could be the good player that he is, uh, you know, it's cool it might not be no snaps there for a player like Reeves or if they the team might be interested in keeping the draft pick Derek Forrest. So I think this might this, – this this is probably a crucial camp for Jeremy Reeves. I mean, obviously, Rivera, he kept him around because, I mean, he felt like he, he earned his spot and he came along last year. So, I mean, it's good to hear that he had a good day at camp, though. Definitely.
0: I thought Reeves played solid ball when he played yeah. well, like, for me last year.
2: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. The only time I saw Reeves fuck up is when – Curtis Samuel was a dog walking him down the sideline, but that was it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry, I don't mean to laugh at that, but that was, that was bad. But Curtis Samuel was also a dog,
1: so what can I say? I got a question, though. What did we say the team – how many safeties did we say the team could keep again? Or did we anticipate them keeping on the 53? I mean, honestly, at this point, it's looking like
2: at least five, but it's more likely going to be six. Yeah. And they'll have to, to uh, skimp at cornerback. But McCain can play a little cornerback, so it's all good. Do y'all think... I mean, if, we're keeping, if we're keeping it a stack, I mean, the fifth and sixth cornerbacks is Stroman and Danton Johnson. So it's like, who would you rather have as your fifth cornerback listed? Stroman or Danton Johnson or McCain, who also plays safety. So those would be six and four, but... Some of those play that team versatility. So it's all
1: good. It, it, it's funny you mentioned that because I was listening to Finley, I forget on which one of these outlets I was listening to on, but he was talking about that final cornerback spot. And he mentioned um the brother that Cliff Clips are bring up Daryl Roberts. And he was basically saying, like, you know, depending on what happens at the pump returner position, as far as who's going to take that position or who's going to take control of that role, that fifth spot might, they might be leaning towards Daryl Roberts. And Danny Johnson and Greg Strowman might be on the outside looking in, so they better get their shit together. That's all I can say. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, I got Del Rob's making the team. You guys got experience in the league previously. Johnson and Strowman do not have a lot of experience, right? Which means you can put right if Roberts is the fifth guy in that chart. Something so, there's an injury, you can put them right in. You guys played before, so mm-hmm. and they signed him. Martin yeah. Mayhew, he was in Detroit. Martin Mayhew, like, yep, it's it's um. Look, I even said this to y'all before. It's even someone like Forrest, you might be on practice squad, bro. There's a chance.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So the six safeties that are looking like they're buying for time. Oh, not really buying because you know, Curl Collins, obviously Everett, McCain or Locks. And then also there's Forrest and who am I missing?
0: Um and Reeves. And Reeves. Reeves. Yeah. I didn't
2: say Reeves. So that's the six. I mean I don't. I don't know. How do you decide between those six?
0: I think you just keep all six, and then you have you have McCain or someone who can play slot corner yeah. in certain situations. And then you just go from there. Somebody people can go practice while eligible. So maybe they still, still practice while eligible. Yeah, I think it, they I, started to previously. Yep. Dave Johnson would be too. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. also, uh, it's been a while, but um, Jeremy Reeves is a former cornerback down South Alabama, I think when he came to the senior bowl, when they moved to free safety, so maybe in a pinch, like worst case scenario, you could play a little bit of cornerback. So maybe that actually worked out to their benefit. If it gets to that
0: point, we get getting shredded out here.
2: <laughs> I dropped. mean, probably, most likely, but. <laughs> 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 All right, last thing I want to talk about, uh, Chase Young. Did y'all hear him today uh, when he got his press time? said that the best thing he can do for Sam Cozy right now is continue to whoop his ass every single day. And from what I heard, he was whooping that ass. Um, <laughs> I remember Philly was talking about it, and they asked him, like, how bad was it? And all he said was, hey, when's Lucas getting back from COVID?
1: <laughs> Damn, dog. That could be good and bad. Because that means Chase is looking great. But that could also mean Cosby got a lot of work to do. But we knew he already had some work to do. I mean he's game.
0: going against Chase. He ain't gonna Absolutely. be going against Chase. He's gonna be going against against chase types him. every week out here.
1: And if he's not going against Chase, he's going against Montez. So
2: hey. right. Yeah, but hey, chase, chase last year he was sharpening his skills by going against Moses every day. So mm-hmm. sometimes the, the, the vet has to take the rookie and show him some things. But um Corey, you're right, it could mean that Chase has up this game to a degree where a rookie can't stop or it could mean that Sam Cozy has a long way to go or it could mean both, who knows? But um what better competition could you want in practice than going against the reigning defensive rookie of the year who is looking like a defensive rookie player of the year type candidate going into year two? Yep. You gonna learn some things.
1: It's good for them to. It's, it's not only good for Cosmic, it's good for Sadiq as well. Because when I guess they had Sadiq lined up on the right side a little bit as well, and he was going up against Montez, and they said he held his own a little bit. Although Finley did say he kind of looks like a guard, but obviously I'm sure we'll yeah. hear more of that. At the camp. But hey, man, it's it, iron sharpens iron, man. Even looking at McLaurin going against William Jackson every day, that's a that's some good work for McLaurin to be dealing with that one on one cup, you know,
2: dealing with somebody yeah. with that coverage every day. So we got some good matchups going on in camp. Like no, I like I heard McLaurin and Jack were having some battles today, man. Plays from what I heard where Jackson was getting in McLaurin's jersey and Shayla, like not getting him off the line, like like really, really being physical with them. But you know, that's one of the things that I know that McLaurin said was working on his, his get off the line. Who is he working with this summer? His get off. McLaurin.
1: I heard him. I, I
0: can't remember the receiver. Yeah, I can't I remember the receiver. I heard that too, Cliff. Damn. It. I know exactly. I yeah, I can't remember the receiver off top.
2: Yeah, but anyway, I mean, if you want to work on your get off, going against one of the better bump run corners in the league every day in practice is a good way to get to get your game up. So he was working with Doug Baldwin. It was Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin. <laughs> hey, Bowen used to cook
1: off the line. He was nasty in that slot for the Seahawks, boy. Remember <laughs> the, the way he
2: cooked up on uh, Norman in that game a couple years back on the, on the game on the touchdown with the lead.
1: Of course, of course. Well, I ain't, ain't going to go on him too hard.
2: I ain't going to do it. I ain't going <laughs> <laughs> to do it. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. All right. Anything else? Anything else y'all saw today you want to speak about?
1: <sighs> One thing I did hear was, I guess today, they did have Fitzpatrick and Heineke split their reps. And, of course, you know, the Heineke, uh, <coughs> the Heineke bunch was going fucking berserk over his completed passes at training camp. <laughs> you know, the Heineke bunch? <laughs> I mean, you know, I sent y'all that article. The reporter from Richmond, I ain't gonna say his name because I like reading the shit, but he's the one that kept saying that Heineke should be the starter going into the season, and he was the main one that was tweeting out today what Heineke was doing in practice. So, like I said the other day, I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to bash Heineke. I'm hoping he looks good, like, but I'm hoping Fitz looks good as well, and this is Fitz's job. So, let's 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 take that with a grain of salt of Heineke throwing bombs in practice. Is all I'm gonna say.
2: He should. He knows the offense. Come on, folks. From what I heard, Fitz looked extra sharp today, and he put some more space between himself and Heineke. Boy, what Fitz. I heard, I, th- I think they said that Heineke looked a little bit um, what's the word, like skittish, like like just more ups and downs instead of like steady. No, so, I mean that's to be expected. Heineke is still, you know, Heineke still the same quarterback.
0: That's
1: no damn QB competition. It's really not. This thing is a stock. It's really not brother played five. Some, we out here got a campaign for him to be the starter.
2: Like, come on, man. Stop. He, he has three career starts, three career injuries, and folks want to crown him. You want to crown them crown their ass, but I'm not going to be doing it. Stop. I'm
1: not, not going to let people say we the pod that hate Heineke because that's not the case. Appreciate what he did we in the playoff game. Hopefully he gets better. And if he has to step in at some point for Fitz, I hope he balls, but what you're not going to do is tell me that he should be the day one starter over Fitz. We're not going to do that.
2: No. Listen, we're talking about a 16-year NFL vet. Meanwhile, this man has played, like, five combined quarters, been hurt three times, and also Fitz has played his best football over the past two or three years. Like, Mm -hmm. who would you really, really think is the better option to lead this team? Like, use your brain. Think, Mark, think.
1: (laughs) Oh, name dropping. Oh, man. I don't see nothing else. Though. I'm looking on the left. I'm trying to see if they say anything else, but I don't see much.
2: Oh, uh, Rand Walker wrote a good piece about the five players that they think uh, have an outside shot of making the roster. I think that everybody um, they listed is pretty much somebody you'd expect, but the one person that I didn't expect to see on the list is uh, DeAndre Washington. Or no, DeAndre Washington. Carter. DeAndre Washington? DeAndre Carter. Carter. I'm sorry. My mistake. We spoke about that this morning. um. Washington forced the third most pun- third most punts last year. And since they were so shitty on punt returns, they weren't able to take advantage of that at all whatsoever. They really need to find somebody who can return punts. Because if you're going to be forcing teams into a million three and outs, you've got to be able to flip this field, start at the 50, start at the 45, and get off at the short field. And that's what's going to give DeAndre Carter a little bit of a leg up if he can show that he can return punts and do it well.
1: Not even just starting at the 45 or the 50. Let's just... Hopefully not muff the punt because we had a habit of muffing punts last year. Hopefully we could have someone back there that doesn't do that. I mean, obviously things happen, but you can't have one of the top defense in the league and the other team punts to you and you are ended up starting on your own 25 or 30 at the time because you're getting zero production from punt returns. So I'm hoping they do identify somebody that can fill in and do something. I'm not asking for you to house a punt every game, but we need some sort of production from that position.
0: Hey, how's so, in years, yours? Uh, don't fight that shit's come back anytime soon. If- if someone, if someone can give us just like average, average someone. punt return, just <laughs> average. Not asking for much, man. We like the league buff punts, right? Yep. Even when we did, we feel them. What shit happening off of them?
1: Nothing. We's going just backwards.
0: Average, average, man. Mm-hmm. Just the average.
1: Yeah,
0: I think I was so that's, the, that's,
1: that's the way games
0: get stolen, man. Thank you. It's like you, it's like that lit on the margins. Don't
1: mm-hmm. so feel like a big deal to us because we haven't had a punt return since forever. We used to start in our own twenty twenty five. 25. Right. <laughs> Who's our last <laughs> good punt return? Probably Brandon Banks. That was Brandon Banks even good? And that, but see, we'll be Mitch. <laughs> we will keep it a buck. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy, man. That's crazy.
2: I mean, I, I, I guess yeah. Look, Tana That's had a couple fun. good years return punts, but Tana was never ever like he was like the guy you put back there when you need a big play. He was never a full time punter.
1: <laughs> like shit. Yeah.
2: Oh, so what's the name of the Bama that Richard Crawford, Corey's man? Yes, sir. Return that journey first. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I never really thought about that. I mean, I know that we forcing a lot of punts and i know that our offense was asked i know that our punt return team is bad but like when you put that all together and you think about it man you that's a real missed opportunity man you forcing a lot of short fields if you could just get average punt returns man
1: cliff i remember you said last year dog and we was talking because we knew we kept talking about how the offense was so shitty and we was like all right defense gonna get a stop three and out they're going to punt it to us. Depending on where we get the ball at, we know we're going to go three and out. And hopefully, Tress gives us a good punt. So then, when we get back on defense, the defense will go three and out or get in position to get the offense the ball on either their forty-five or 50 or forty-yard line, some shit like that, you know.
0: Because we I mean, know we field ball because we know we're not scoring. <laughs> Our offense was so bad last year.
1: It was atrocious, man.
0: Like oh. just going in the games, it was like, yo, this ball's not moving. So just take care of the ball. Don't turn it over.
2: Like games like the brass game where it's like, dog, we can't win like this. (laughs) It's not possible. And you you know what's even like more frustrating about it is because like by all accounts, and from what I can tell, this team seems to be very well coached, like special teams wise. Like Nate Katzer, he has his crew like tight. Like they are very well coached. Why can't you find a good return man? Like you gotta put emphasis on that this offseason or this camp. Mm Find somebody who can do the job well.
0: why couldn't
2: the last guy find a good punk returner? Or the guy before that? Or the person before like no one seems I mean they're not they're not, they're not easy. Kid. They're not they're not easy to come by though. Yeah, but I'm just terrible. pathetic. The curse of Anton Randall, all, dog. Oh, remember oh. when Trey Quinn was back to return punts? <laughs> so that's a that's a, a an era <laughs> I would love to forget the Trey Quinn area. God damn. Uh, I mean it's Thought we had a next West Walker the way our fan base was talking, they was loving him so Draco. <laughs>